Hello everybody and welcome to WTS 249. My name's Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrigan, one away from 250. Indeed, yeah. That's some milestone, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> Flying boy, Graham. Even with the long gaps that we're taking during the summer for our breaks and whatnot these days. <laughs> as we get a hold of me, slow down. Era hormonal breaks. Yeah. <laughs> How are you keeping, man? Yeah, all good. Um, you got a COVID test, did you? I, I did get a COVID test, yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. But introduce our guest, because I'm delighted we have him back. It's been a while. Who is our guest? I was going to ask you to do it, but do you not want to do it? No, I don't like him. That's fucking harsh, isn't I'm it? I'm only joking. <laughs> I'm only joking. It's Miel May, uh, Jumpers for Goalpost founder, Keith Kelly. Yeah. Keith, welcome back yes. to the podcast. Keith, is this Hello. your hat trick? Um, no, it's only number two. No, we, well. But, well, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, we've done a live one, yeah. We've done a live one. Yeah. Yeah, the two, and yeah. two and a half, two and a half. Two and a half. We said, we said we'd invite you back on because loads has happened uh, with the initiative Jumpers for Goalpost since then. Loads has happened because yeah. th- there was a time where you thought you'd run its course and now it's alive again. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kicking on again. Yeah, it's yeah, we're moving along. Um, I don't know where we in. Are we are we starting? Are we are we live? Are we rocking? <laughs> we're not live. It's recording. Wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah, away! Like the, the, the show um, was yours, Keith. The show was yours. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a few moments, Graham, when I thought, um, yeah, it, it possibly had run its course. Do you know? I had I had a few. Two or three organisations, maybe, over the last two years, sort of sniffing about and being curious, could they get involved and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, I had two or three discussions. One of them seemed like a goer. Um, I suppose, to be honest with you, built me up as big as a house and within two weeks came back and the CEO had jumped ship and just, that was it, end of story. So I became very deflated, you know, um, because you get very excited when someone shows a bit of interest in you, a bit of value and stuff like that and wants to hear about your story. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I suppose initially I came home to the house and told everyone and, and yourself and, and that, you know, exciting times ahead and then the carpet was just pulled from under me um, within two weeks. So it took me a little time to get over that, you know. Sorry, I thought Danny was going to say something, but he was, oh, rubbing, his, that, yeah. he was rubbing his, his <laughs> nose with his, because yeah, yeah. he has a head cold. We yeah, thought he had yeah. COVID, did we, Danny? Uh, yeah, well, I had, I'm waiting on the results, uh, so I don't know yet, but uh, we're not here to feel like you have COVID? I feel like I have a head cold, but they're saying that has all the hallmarks of this Delta, aren't they? So uh, we'll see what happens, but I, I feel grand, I feel grand. You look grand. You look great. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, you look great, actually. You look fresh. Thanks. You look fabulous. You look fabulous. I had my monthly shower before this, so it's probably probably a bit of cleanliness. (laughs) Um, Keith, Keith, which numbers are goalposts? And when we we talked to you last week, you you shared your own story with us and all that sort of stuff. And that's uh, episode 131. For anyone who wants to go back and have a listen, and I'd highly recommend it. But numbers are goalposts has kind of... Anytime I've been fortunate enough to go along to one of them, 
it, I, I've left the feeling 20 feet tall and buzzing. It's been brilliant. So when you're saying that, you know, people showed an interest in it, I'm, I'm not surprised. And then for one reason or another, obviously it hasn't, maybe didn't go the way you wanted it to. But in, in general, the, the beauty of Jumpers for Goalpo surely gives you a lift as well, does it? Every time you, you, you're, you're heading along to one of the events. Like. Uh, do you know what? It's, it's brilliant. Um, because, but not because of this, but, you know, I'm off the gargle and stuff seven years come this Christmas. So a lot of times I wouldn't see a lot of people from one end of the week to the other or one end of the month to the other because I don't, I don't frequent the pubs or anything anymore. Mm. With COVID as well, I suppose. Look, we've all sort of missed out on people. Um, so this gives me an opportunity to see all my mates and people I don't even know all in the one area um, and we're just up for the crack do you know what I mean um, I mean we have some great guests coming on Sunday um, two Rovers boys Dylan Watson Neil Ferrugia who Graham Graham will probably know more than me um, Stephanie Roach is coming Ricky Sadler um, Ian Morris Shelbourne yeah, you know he only had to win in the league. I did be in touch with him a lot throughout, not a lot, but occasionally throughout the year. Obviously, working for you, really good, really good person. Shamrock Rovers have been brilliant as well, do you know. Um, mm. So I don't know what it is, Danny. People, yeah, people are curious and look. We all, we all watch a match. Me, we, we still want to be out kicking the ball. So people just rock along for it. Listen, I'll be in there for ten minutes on Sunday, and. I'm, then I'll step out and I'll be talking to people on the sideline and having the crack and meeting people. It sort of brings the community together, doesn't it, you know? That's it, that's it. So you mentioned Sunday, so this kind of coincides with World Mental Health Day and all that, but you're, it's, it's, a, it's a return to the brack again uh, for Sunday. What's that? The, HQ. The, HQ, yeah, HQ. Um, yeah, and I've, I've recently had a series of meetings with... Um, good people from Mental Health Ireland, a huge organisation. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been exploring the possibility of running sort of a national campaign with Jumpers for Goalposts, um, see can we get funding and stuff, see is it sustainable. Um, and the meetings have gone really, really well. Um, and there's a p- couple of people from Mental Health Ireland coming out on Sunday to see what it's all about because they've been watching from a distance over the last number of years. And like everybody else, they're usually curious as to how myself and Graham and Mero and Mick or whatever can mobilise 50, 60 people on a Sunday morning. Do you know what I mean? Because there's not many people can do that. Absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah. And that's... As I was saying, kind of the the couple of them that I've been forged enough to get along to, it's been an unreal turnout at them, and even the one most recently, and and I don't matter we we talked about it on on a podcast episode, kind of straight after it, whatever. It was the first time that I'd been around people in in the whole COVID situation. It was the first time that I got to see Mero, and I don't know how long. It was the first time that I got to see yourself, and yeah, yeah. you know, and and, and Gar Mackle, and and kind of it was. Uh, it was just brilliant. It was it was a tonic. It was a genuine tonic that I didn't realise I needed the boost as as much as I did. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I, th- I think we're probably all a little bit guilty of we've, we've probably got a little bit comfortable with retreating into ourselves over the last eighteen months. You know, and something like jumpers for goalposts was 
and I don't, I don't, I don't get on the pitch and kick a ball around. Those, those days are well past me. But just being there and just you know getting involved in a bit of crack, having a chat with people, seeing people you hadn't seen in so long, and the atmosphere and everything is just such an absolute boost. And I'm, I'm not surprised at all that you're getting 40, 50, 60 people out of Keith. I'm really not. Like, and the thing it is about it there, Danny, is that um, you said there, like, I, I think you know, you won't mind me saying, and it's fair to say that you, you don't, you don't have current mental health issues. You don't have anxiety. Like, what I'm saying is, you're not going to the jumpers for goalposts to fix something. You know, whereas. No, 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 not. Sometimes in 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 the jumpers for goalposts inbox, we'll get lads' message saying how much the day previous affected them. Wouldn't we, Keith? And yeah, it's, it's like they're they're geared they're gearing up two three weeks in advance for these for this just little kickabout, old school yeah. kickabout in a field. And I just think it's lovely what you've said there when you're not seeking anything, but when there are local lads, definitely that we know, that are seeking stuff. And that hour and a half, they feel great. There's camaraderie. Yeah, that word. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy always gets me at the words. But there is that as well, you know. And and it's it's very fulfilling, but it's also very sad, I think, that there are still people out there that kind of feel vulnerable or lonely or... You know, and, and that for that hour and a half that they go down to the end field, they feel, Chase, that was great. Chase, yeah. when, when are we doing it again? You know, and there's lads that have even come up to Keith and says, you know, uh, any chance we can get the goalposts or go in the all weather of Ali Rack? And we're like, yeah, yeah. it's fucking jumpers for goalposts. Like someone said to me during the week, um, what are you doing at Sunday at 11 o'clock? And I said, <laughs> boy, what time it suits you? Well, Saturday afternoon. And I said, well, that might suit you. Once you someone else, you know, you can't, you just have to pick a time and go away. Yeah, can't please can't. everybody. Oh, exactly. That's yeah. it. Um, and it. And it suits us. We walked the dog at that time. Exactly. <laughs> now, and I know, and I know the, the young buckos, Arzo and, and Carl, will probably give me a bit of trouble Sunday morning because uh, they say they'd be at every game and they've turned up. Yeah, they've turned up a, a few times, but um, they're young and I understand that. You know what I mean? But hopefully now with the two Rovers boys and you know we've lots of prizes, um, signed Rovers jersey, signed Shells jersey, you know to entice people up off the couch who ordinarily mightn't bother. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, like Stephanie Roach popping along, Richie Sadler can't play beyond the sideline. You know people like that entice people mm. to get up and do something. Do you know what I mean? Where were you hoping to bring a Keith? Like I know. We had the pre-COVID. We were planning the thirty-two county uh, yeah. thing. So, and obviously, COVID made a shite of that. Um, and then you're thinking about kind of just right. We've it's run its course. So, yeah. pre pre-COVID, where were you hoping to bring it? And now with Mental Health Ireland, where are you hoping to bring it? Pre-COVID, we had we we're just on the cusp here, two months, month and a half away of running a national campaign, getting a game on in every county in Ireland and, and possibly in Dublin and other counties there might have been three or four games going on on the same day. Um, so at the minute now with Mental Health Ireland, they have huge scope. They have development officers in most counties in Ireland. Um, wow. 
they have the capacity that if we can get a game of jumpers for goalposts, now something, this is my, my idea, we haven't trashed this one out yet, if we can get jumpers for goalposts on a day, something like the darkness into light, on, on, a, on a pick a day, and let's run it on the whole day, and it's not about, it's about obviously people coming to have the crack, and, and meet up with people, and share stories, and but, but it's also about the, pe- the people who may be vulnerable. Mm. Mental Health Ireland have all these links that will be in, in their own communities that maybe I, I couldn't offer people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're giving me that support. Do you know? So, so listen, where I'm in big, um, I have the very first... Fundraiser is on next week. Gary Seary, you know Gary, Graham, yeah. good friend of mine. He comes to all the games. He's a North Sider, unfortunately. Sons of Dundalk fan, which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, but him and Paul have come to all the games, and even that for Gary has been a great thing. You know, traveling out from the North Side with Paulie in the car of a Sunday, and they're able to have that chat. We moved from the house and father yeah. and son thing, and out on the pitch together. But Gary is doing a 24-hour cycle out in Mondello Park on the 16th of, I think it's the 16th of October. Um, and that is going to be tied in with mental health. So any fundraise goes into mental health and that's going to be a seed for Jumpers for Goalpost to try and let's get us out on the road. Let's, let's get started with something. And, and obviously... Mental health oil, like I'll be going to the likes of NOSP and stuff like that, looking for funding. And um, but they're they're doing lots of stuff in the background that I can't do. Any my skill set isn't, you know, all that and statistics and can it can it work here? Can it work there? Is it sustainable? But um, I've had, you know, I've had I've had great chats. I I done a presentation for them out in Minute there a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't started done any facilitation work in in two years with COVID and stuff. Um, so I've done, done it visually through art. Um, the journey with Jumpers Golf Coast right from the very start. And I was able to interpret it my way through art because I learned visually. So that's the way I do things. I understand things better. Um, and they loved it. Do you know? Um, so yeah. It's a bit, to be honest with you, it's a little bit overwhelming because you have this idea, right? And you have to get kicked in the nuts a few times over the last few years. So you get a bit deflated. You think it may be parking, it has a run its course, and then it takes up that energy again. But when someone actually puts their hand on your shoulder and says, listen, we're going with you, we believe in you, it can be a little bit daunting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It can be. But it could be nice as well, though. Well, listen, when someone shows value in you. Um, exactly, yeah. It's brilliant. Um, I mean, they've invested me in me to go back to college and stuff to train up as well as... Um, mental health and well-being life coach at the minute Amazing. so I can't thank them enough for that you know um, so they see a value in me and, and look it's a co-production they're all mental health they're all about or they're all about co-production and so they're not trying to steal this on me and I'm not trying to barge into them we're going to do it together holding hands together all the way and see what see what happens you know it's uh, it's it's great though because like and I was kind of laughing, Mero, as you were saying it, like people had kind of message yourself or Keith and be like, oh, we're not doing it on the Astro, we're not doing it with the goalposts, you know? And, like, it's, 
and I mean this in the nicest possible way, its brilliance is in its simplicity. Yeah. It's, it's fucking foolproof. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely brilliant. And I think, and now, and look, I know, yeah, look, lads like to have the neck because everybody wants to rifle one in top corner and all that. <laughs> but like, the, when you're saying there that like, you know, your mental health order than you, you start doing it as a partnership, it'll be hand in hand, you supporting them, them supporting you kind of thing. That to me just adds to that brilliant simplicity. You know what I mean? As you said, they're going to do all the background stuff that maybe you can't do and they're going to offer yeah. different support services to people who, who are yeah. vulnerable and might need those support services. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking brilliant. It's so organic how all this has happened, man. And like, I, I, I don't know, I, I feel privileged to kind of know you and see this thing grow, albeit from, from a little bit of a distance or whatever. But like, Jesus, the work that's gone into it and where it's going sounds absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I often doubt myself, Danny, and think, um, you know, am I going too far? Am I, am I pushing this too far? And then someone like Graham or Rory or Mick will say to me, why not you? You know, have some yeah. confidence. You're always, you're always trying to build other people up in their confidence. Have confidence in yourself. Now, I do have confidence in myself, but when it starts expanding into national campaigns and yeah, it gets, yeah, look, do you, it, can get a, it can get a little bit daunted, you know? Yeah, do, do you get a bit of imposter syndrome from time to time, Keith? Ah, yeah. <laughs> of course you do. I think everybody Who doesn't? Does. Yeah, 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 does. I'm still waiting for my job to fucking find me out. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, no, you know, you've been doing this for seven years, man. Yeah, what have you done? Because, <laughs> because I often... If I'm talking to people, I often, like someone says, oh, it's a big game on it. How do you do it? Now, although there is a little bit of work behind it, more than a little bit, but, mm. but generally, all I do is put out a yoke on Facebook. I go over a little bit early, throw the jumpers down, and, you know, it is our, as organic as that. There's no yeah. big... You know, lads don't have to go train it twice a week and turn up and you're not playing, you're not playing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It is it is as organic as that. That's it, yeah, that's it. I remember I was laughing because uh when I was talking to one of the lads about the last one before, and they kind of said to me, they were like, So is it like a big five or side or whatever? And I kinda laughed and I said, Do you know what? It's it's much better than that. But <laughs> he he had in his head like, back in the day, we used to rent the Astro up in the leisure centre, and the worst thing about it was trying to get the fiver off everyone at the end. That becomes a problem, Danny. Oh, look, yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Um, and this this is totally free. Um, but what, what are, like, I'm not one for plugging stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I would like, I hope, that everyone who's, who's, who's experienced what Jumpers Goalposts can give people to maybe hop onto Gary's link and, and throw him a fiver. Do you know what I mean? This guy's cycling for 24 hours non-stop. He's going to have a sore butt for weeks. <laughs> Saddle rash will be unreal. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, for him to believe in me, it sort of adds a little bit of pressure onto me then. Do you know what I mean? Ah, not at all. No, it does because he's, you know, it's a huge undertaking he's doing, you know? Yeah, yes. yeah. But Gary's a great guy as well, and the, the only pressure and he appreciates you as well. Lawyers, lads, that's it. That's all. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're only saying that because you're a TV star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? fast and loose with that term there. Yeah, yeah. Fast, yeah. Fast term. 
Um, where where can people don't donate to, to Gary Key? What, what was that? Um, it's, it's on the Jumpers for Gold Post way Facebook page. It's on some of the links on my Twitter page and stuff like that. And it's on it's on my own personal Facebook page. Um, we'll we'll share it out as well, Mero. You'll you'll pop it up. You have the link there, handy. So yeah, yeah. I just think you know because it, as as Graham says, and yourself, Danny. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Stuff we do, it's it's all our own time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, don't get me wrong, I fucking love it. Um, I love seeing people being happy and buzzing before the game and buzzing after. And lads who didn't turn up maybe said, "Jeez, I should have came." I said, "Well, listen, come to the next one." Um, so this is the one time I'm asking people to make just a fiver, even if you can travel onto Gary's Gary's link. That's all. Um, and it, what what that'll go towards is a pot, so we can. So we can have this national campaign of Jumpers for Gold Post everywhere. Do you know what I mean? And if people are struggling, maybe Mental Health Ireland can link them in with services that they need to go to. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, and, and also, you know, what we're talking about is if there is games going on in different counties, Mental Health Ireland are going to give people um, mentoring. Do you know what I mean? So, so everyone's a win-win in this, do you know? Absolutely. <laughs> um, during the pandemic, obviously we had you on before, and you've do- it's doc- well documented about some of um, you know mental health battles that you've had. How have you found the pandemic? Um, do you know? I suppose Graham, we were living in each other's pockets for a lot of the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I would have. There's there's certain times of the year I would have I would have a dip for a week or two or three, you know, and that's you know, I'd, I'd be telling you live, I told you otherwise. Um I I'll give you an instance even the other day and it's just it, it just makes me so much aware of that maybe I, when I am a little bit low, it, it's a good I, I fully understand now. I was going out the garden the other day with, with, with Duke and my next door neighbour, Les, he was on the far side of the wall, but he was down doing something with his gate. So I couldn't see him. So when I went out my gate, he went, Whoa! and he fucking frightened the fucking living daylights out of me now. So I understand there's a little bit of me post-traumatic stress kicking in, do you know what I mean? So, the, so I was, and I was feeling a little bit low maybe that week. Um, but it's good that I recognise that now, you know, and I know, what, I know what stuff to do and I know how to cope. But yeah, listen, I, I, I firmly believe, I don't think anyone went through COVID without taking a dip or, do you know what I mean? I mean, you lost your grandparents, Graham, and, you know, you've had a tough time as well. Um, mm. So you understand what it's like, and you've, you've sought out help and stuff like that. Um, and I know, I know you're a great, um, you're a great support for the people around you and your, within your family as well, do you know? Um, mm. They would look to you for a bit of, for a bit of support, a bit of common sense and stuff like that, because you know you've you've a good head on on young shoulders. Yeah, have like you know, yeah, sensible shoulders. I don't know, but you, you know yourself. <laughs> you do. You do have. You do have a good head. Yeah, I mean, I suppose as well going through winter. For me, last year, obviously, what I've what I went through, and then going in. I found going into a dark winter in COVID very, very, very overwhelming. Mm. And I remember ringing you, we went for a walk and we discussed it. And then I remember um, signing up for the counselling. And 
it was bereavement counseling and it was honestly now like it was over the phone and there's people that I would have spoke to that would have said, Oh no, over the phone counseling wasn't for me. It didn't mm. work. It didn't work or whatever. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast before anyway. Um, but the nine sessions I did over the phone, I fen- felt they were just the most beneficial thing I've ever done in my life, as well as spilling me guts out to my mom and dad, to my brother, as well as spilling me guts out to, to Danny, as well as spilling me guts out to you uh, on our walks. Um, it was it was like the counselor just put structure on something and structure on my thoughts and by no means was I in a very dark hole. I was just sad. I was just overwhelmed. Um, I I wasn't. I didn't feel I was in the depths of despair or depression. But I I did consciously. I feared going down that road. Not that I was expecting to go down that road, but I felt if I was proactive in this situation, um, and reaching out for that. Uh, to my GP and getting the counsellor for eight, nine weeks, um, I felt I needed to do that. And uh, after week three, I felt like I was hanging up after the session and I was thinking, I can't wait till next week's session. (laughs) And then the night before every session, you have to fill out a, a questionnaire. And sometimes when I got the initial text message every night, the night before, every week, you're kind of going, oh, brilliant. I've got that session tomorrow. But I don't know whether this is imposter syndrome, but when you're filling out the questionnaire, one of the questions is, how many times have you felt suicidal this week? And I was like, oh, why am I doing this? I, I've never felt suicidal. Why am I partaking in this? Do you know? And for those 30 seconds that you're filling out that questionnaire, you feel like I'm wasting this time on somebody else because of budget cuts or because of whatever, someone more in need might need this and I'm taking up their time. Do you know that way? I did feel that yeah. bit going through it. And then obviously the, the next day when, when, when she'd ring me and, and we'd do it, it was just, I don't know, I just felt brilliant after. I felt brilliant after the nine weeks and I felt like I didn't need any more. I felt like I was given the tools, I was given the structure. There was milestones that I reached in that nine weeks where... Um, that was the end. That was the end of January till March that I did it. And prior to to it, I wasn't able to drive past my grandparents' uh, house on the Whiteville Road. I ended up going uh, Ashlawn Way, Granville Road, to get to the M fifty M fifty. And by the end of the session, um, I no longer had the anxiety to turn left at the lights. I was able to go up past now. I've no reason to be in the house anymore, so I won't be there. And that's just my own decision. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of this stuff that she said that you have to look out your, for yourself as opposed to others. Look after yourself first and then try and help others if you feel the need. But yeah, I just I just felt on cloud nine. Now, I don't know whether because the latter half of those sessions fell at a time when the days were getting brighter. Um, and that might have had a yeah who cares exactly because there was a time in, in certainly 
mid-December, late December, where I just felt completely overwhelmed. I just, it was two things that have happened to me. I, ha- I went through two or three laser therapies as well in, in the hospital. Well, Christmas was a time for you and your granddad and your granny. That was, that was your special time, really, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know? Ah, yeah, it was. And even, like, we're not that far away from Christmas this year and I don't really want to know about it. And that's okay as well. Like, I'll do what I want. Yeah. Um, and no doubt I will. I'm not saying I won't enjoy it this year. Um, I'm still kind of met about it, but I'll definitely enjoy it in, in, in years to come. But I just went on a waffle there. I don't know what I was trying to get out of that, but um, it was, I suppose, you're saying there that, you know, people can use me or, or that I'm sensible shoulders. But, you know, I had my vulnerabilities last year and, and I reached yeah. out. And I think the best thing that I've ever done was go to my GP and when I was spilling my guts out, he just said, Graham, you need to talk to somebody and I'm going to sign you up for it. And he got that prognosis from me just sitting in with him for 10 minutes. And again, it was the best thing I've done. And I would strongly, strongly, particularly if you're back-to-back uh, passings uh, and one is out of the blue um, and you're trying to make sense of everything and, you know, the counsellor asked me what was I looking for and I said I want to avoid the, the black hole and I want to understand bereavement uh, as much as I can and stuff like that and she was just brilliant she's brilliant trained people can just put structure you can talk to your friends you can spill your guts out on, on dog walks and, and it does momentarily help you but um, when you talk to somebody that's trained um, they can just put structure and it can make sense and like there was times where you're hanging up the call and you're like, you're literally bouncing. You're, you're like, that was fucking deadly. I was, and I can't even explain specifically why it was excellent. My feeling after an hour talking to her was just one of, I can't wait till next week. It was exciting. Like, and that's a little bit getting back to what Danny was saying in some ways. That's what Jumpers for Goalpost gives people. Not, not that, talking experiences much but that bouncing feeling when they leave after being amongst all their, their, their old pals and stuff like that um, and just having chin wagon as you say I hadn't seen Gary I hadn't seen you Danny mm. um, pre-COVID until the last game and uh, even you know, my my youngest lad Rowan who thinks the sun shines out of your boat your asses <laughs> but he says to me uh, and he's, he's not really into football and stuff but you know Thankfully, Jones for Goalposts again can bring him over towards me a little bit, you know. Yeah. And he's mad into me. I'm just seeing Danny over there. So, so everyone gets a lift, no matter what age you are. Um, just because you were there, Danny, he got a lift, you know, the sort of way. Don't be giving Danny a big head. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, them, them, them little things. Absolutely. They matter to people, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's gas you say that about Rowan, right? Because uh, I follow him on Instagram and he, he does this thing quite often where he puts up a song of the day on Instagram. <laughs> and I love it. Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't have the same music taste as him. So he puts up a lot of different kind of things. Yeah. And I, I, I love when I get because I'm like, I must give that a quick blast and see what it's going. And then every so often he'll put up something that, you know, like I think there a while ago we put up it was a, a system of a down song. I mean, brother loved system of a down. Chop Suey, wasn't it? 
yeah, I think it was Shopsui, yeah, or Toxicity. I can't remember which one, but it's like, fuck, I haven't had... Yeah, it would be stuff I wouldn't, I wouldn't recognize. Yeah, yeah. see, Rowan's a very talented, talented guitar player as well. He's, he's actually out now. He's like Neil L. the young ones at the minute with his hair. <laughs> but he's over. He's over in me. Uh, he's over in me nephew Billy's, um, and him and two other just forward them all together. So they're over there um, gigging. They're they're getting ready for a gig. One of, one of the lads works in a pub and they're going to allow them to do four tunes. No way! Yeah, yeah. So, when is this? Um, I would say possibly four to six weeks. So, what pub? I don't know. He told me. I think it's a pub in Delgany. I'm not sure. I'd say it'll probably close down after the lads get there. <laughs> <laughs> because I tell you, God knows. What, you like Sid Vicious in the gang, you know? Um, yeah. It's great. You know, uh, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, Graham was talking about that lift he got off the council. My young lad seeing Danny over at the game, because he obviously follows you on this and Twitter and stuff. So everyone gets a buzz. No matter what age you are, everyone gets something from it. Do you know what I mean? Percent, man. That's it. And kind of, like you mentioned kind of a couple of the young lads earlier, but that, that's the other thing that, that's brilliant about it is you, you get lads in their teens, lads in their twenties, all the way up to chaps in their their sixties and everything. I think God, he was there last time. And Bruce Joe McCormick is there and he's seventy, I think, or seventy one. Yeah. He's coming again Sunday. But yeah. there's a, there was a particular thing as well. I said I noticed over over COVID, I was coming in I was coming in, in the car one evening and I noticed one or two young guys from the community who would be really good footballers like young age Jordan COVID times off school and started wandering towards a little bit of antisocial behaviour and stuff. And I, I was saying to myself, geez, you know, I hope, because these things can happen, you know, they're at an age where they start chasing girls and all that sort of stuff. And um, I just said to myself, I hope COVID doesn't interrupt them staying with the football and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I reached out to them and they came, to, a couple of, couple of them came to the last um, and they're coming again this week and they're bringing one or two of the mates so it's keeping everyone in, involved in the network you know what I mean yeah absolutely yeah. that's it it's um, it's brilliant and then like Mero you you shared in your experience of counselling and everything there as well like it's it, it's gas because what Jumpers for Goalpost does is it it helps remove a stigma for a start but it it opens gates for people to be able to have these conversations and you know, and not not to blow smoke up your hole or anything like that, but there could be somebody listening who, like, they they have a similar experience to you, where they kind of think, I, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be getting counselling. What do I need counselling for? There's people who need it more than me, and all that. What you shared in your story might just make them think twice for a little bit and go, all right, all right, I'm, I'm gonna bite the bullet and see how it goes. And that one conversation that they have then would open up a whole path and it's it's all true something as simple as jumpers for goalposts facilitating these conversations and letting people hear other people's stories and that kind of thing it's a ripple effect lads and it's brilliant like absolutely and another thing as well don't if anyone is thinking like you're like you've suggested like if it's still only over the phone just still do it, do like, it yeah. absolutely still do it that's it man oh, yeah listen we all we all at some stage in our life <sighs> Possibly myself for a long time in my life, we all carry baggage 
that we we deserve to put down and walk away from. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Stop carrying shit we don't need to carry. Do you know what I mean? I carried shame for a lot of the time after being stabbed and that because I, I felt I didn't do enough that night. Um, and, and, and the things going on in my head was always didn't do enough for my family. I didn't, you know, I should have been able to protect them more and stuff. And, until I went through all that shit of five years of total madness. And, until someone was able to say to me, when I had a clear mind, now hold on a minute. Someone came to you, Gaffin, you fucking got up and you fucking tackled him. You got him down the stairs. They changed that story in my head. Mm. Um, and I did do everything. But for the previous five or six years, I was carrying all that shame. That wasn't mine to carry. So we all carry stuff that we don't deserve to carry. You know, leave it behind. Look yeah. to the future. It's my when you say that, there's... There's a, a story, and I can't remember if it was yourself or the great Bob Carley that shared a story. And I've used it, I don't know how many times when I'm talking to people about that kind of thing, about let, letting stuff go, you know, don't don't beat yourself up over it. And it's that story about the uh, the, the two monks. Monks, the two monks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Story, you know, yeah, it's a classic story, yeah. Brilliant yeah. story. And I've used that, I don't know how many times, because it's so... It's great, it's great visual for people, isn't it, like? Yeah, mm. you know, and uh, it's it's also a constant reminder as well of, you know, not beating myself up over things. Because yeah. I think, like like you said, we all get a little bit of imposter syndrome or we all do that where we just get inside our own heads a little bit, don't we? We kind of yeah, overthink yeah. things and the what-ifs are, yeah. oh, could I have, you know, and that letting go piece is so important and giving yourself the space to say, I've I done all right, I'm good. Like, mm. yeah, Remind well, Reminds people what the Two Monk story is. Right, so these two monks, um, just say I walked through O'Connell Street, they've taken a veil of silence, they haven't spoken in 25 years, pissing rain, they're going through O'Connell Street, and they come to the end of the end of a road, and there's a huge big puddle in the middle of the road. So this woman walks up beside them. Um, so the first monk, he picks her, monk A picks her up, walks her across the road, over the puddle, and puts her down on the far side, and off she goes. So Monk B, curious, keeps looking at him walking across the road. And he, he says to him, what do you think you're doing? He says, what, what do you mean? He says, uh, you know, you're you science. You shouldn't be talking, talking to women or carrying her over there. So he ignored him and he kept moving. So for five streets on, Monk B kept going. Listen, I want to know why you picked her up and and he said goodbye to her and this and that. And he said, listen, I put her down five streets ago. It's about time you did as well. Do you know what I mean? Stop carrying shit that's not ours to carry. Let it go. Do you know what I mean? I, I carried stuff that just weighed me down. Um, and we don't, need, we don't need to carry stuff like that, you know? That's it, yeah. 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 Absolutely. And like, that's why, in the, in the good thing about Jewish goalposts, because a lot of the times sport is competitive. Do you know what I mean? You're going to a game and you're training twice a week and you're turning up on a Sunday and you're in the dressing room. You don't want to show that vulnerability because the manager won't pick you. Um, you want to get out on the pitch and not to show you there, lads, and be as tough as you can. Not have to jump to goalposts. You can leave all that on the sideline, mate. Yeah. Just get out, have the crack. Someone falls over, pick them up, get in there for 10 minutes, jump back out jump on the sideline, have a chat with someone. And, you know, that's what it's all about, you know. Um, it's just 
come over, leave the bullshit behind and experience it. That's it. Leave all the, the, the chest puffing out and all that crack in. Yeah. Leave, that yeah. leave your full kits at home as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a result of uh, Jumpers for Goalposts as well, Keith, uh, just before we let you go, I, I just want to say as well, or just want to bring it up, um, because you're a fiend for nostalgia, um, <laughs> and because of your, your project, uh, your initiative, Jumpers for Goalposts, you, you did get do a separate project that's on on the cusp of being premiered, yeah, which yeah. is a great documentary about Pierce Rovers. So tell us a bit about that before we let I'll you tell it yourself. And, and again, and again, this, this happened on the back of Jumpers for Goalposts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Myself and Michael, um, we were at a, we were at a Jumpers for Goalposts event down in Sally Noggin and it was on actual Pierce Rovers old pitch. And it was before the old hut, galvanized hut. Was, was that to be in someone, the night before, someone was had to sit in that for it and it was fucking, it wasn't in great shape anyway, but it was destroyed completely. Um, but it was the only place, they were at, Pierce Rowers had to get new sets of gear and then, you know, everything had gone. Um, so I chatted to a couple of the guys after the game and myself and Mick on the way home, he said, look, oh, I don't know, it's starting we can deal to, you know, help bring a bit of exposure to this, you know, dressing room and stuff. And he said, well, Let's do a documentary. So, of course, I said, yeah. I'm um, not thinking what was involved. Um, <laughs> so, so over, we started it just before COVID. So we started meeting a few old guys, Joe Dodd and all, brilliant people. Um, and then COVID kicked in. And, but we finally have the nuts and bolts of it almost done. Um, Mick has sent me a draft recently. It's, oh, it's class. Yeah, it's excellent. Um, I've meet loads of brilliant people, Paul McGrath and all. Um, so we're waiting on our good friend Paul Howard um, when he gets them um, James Bond white chiffon shoes <laughs> off. Um, he's going to narrate it for us and build a bit of a story in, in the only way he can. Um, so I'm hoping probably six, eight weeks and. What we want to do is invite the likes of yourselves, um, everybody who's involved in Jumpers for Goalpost and special guest Paul McGrath, all these sort of people, to the Lexicon for a special screening. Deadly. Um, really? Didn't yeah. know that. You didn't have yeah, that. Lovely. That's that's the plan. Um, and then release on Mick's YouTube channel. Um, but I tell you, it's 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 a brilliant story. And and throughout COVID, Danny, well, I forgot to mention with Jumpers for Goalpost because we were doing this. I was phoning old geezers who I didn't know, trying to get their stories, never telling me about a photograph, and they would drift off like Ronnie Corbett in the chair and, and veer <laughs> off. And two hours later, I'd say, can we get back to the picture? But it was brilliant, because it was possibly the only person they'd been speaking to all day. But I love, I love all the nostalgia, because a lot of them were mentioning my dad and Graham's uncles and stuff like that yeah. um, from the past, and I, I love that. So even that, two jumpers were gone. Yeah, jumpers were goalposts have created so much stuff that people don't understand in the background. Um, that's yeah, it's, it's been totally worthwhile, you know. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, Daddy. I'm really looking forward to that Pierce uh, Rovers documentary as well. When is that going to be okay? January? No, be- well before that. Um, we're just waiting on Mr. Howard to get his skates on. Um, so January? No, <laughs> no. It's... Nuts and bolts is all. It's all nailed down now. Um, 
Mick sent me a draft, recent draft. It's, I can't tell you how good it is. Is, oh it, is, is it a draft with Paul doing the narration? No, Mick mix no. doing the narration. Yeah, on this one. the one I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but perfect. It's a full, yeah. full 50 minutes. And he's added all photographs that we've collected from people. It's become a huge Deadly. community project. Like everyone's gone, gone involved. Um, Deadly. Oh, Mick has, Mick Nolan has done a great job, really. And I can't wait for everyone to see it. And then I can't wait to leave it alone and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. You've done a lot of work on it, so I'm, I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing it. Same, same. Uh, Keith, as always, man, it's it's been great chatting to you and uh, it's been great seeing you, albeit through a camera. Yeah, and you, Dan. But uh, hopefully, if uh, if this test comes back negative, hopefully I'll be able to pop along on Sunday. Uh, no, wait till the next one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's off, Danny, will you? Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll uh, be the first that I try to hug, don't worry. No, uh, because, you know, you've sort of moved up far afield now that's, as you said earlier on, there's geezers and Tesco's recognising from Gogglebox and all. We don't need you here, you know, distracting, distracting the supporters. No way. Look, I, I have an internal desire for attention, right? Yeah. There'll be, be legitimate celebrities and famous football. Round be your agent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I want to leave there with more selfies taken with fans than Stephanie Roach. That's my... <laughs> <opinion>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So yeah, but uh, oh, it's been yeah. great, lads. Cheers for for asking us on, you know. Um, and Graham, you're every much as part of the Jumpers with Gold Post as as myself. Do you know what I mean? Um, so don't ever forget that, you know. Not at all. You you you're the founder. You do everything. No, I don't do everything. You, you, know? you just tell me a date. You just ask me to do things, and I do it. <laughs> and and you do it, yeah. So do you know what I mean? You're every yeah. much as part of it as well, and to be well, Danny will get at the premiere of the Pierce Rover story. Danny will get a you know. Do it seven up, you'll be on the champers. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm all right with do it seven up, man. I'll bring me own vodka and slip it in. If I need. Uh, but yeah, no, Keith, as I said, absolute pleasure. So this Sunday, uh, this Sunday, 11, 11 o'clock. And there's also. Danny, a, when is this released on Saturday? It'll, it'll be out either Friday evening or Saturday morning. Yeah, gonna, so gonna this, get it quickly. So in, in a day or two. And there's also <laughs> a game. The 9th of, of October, is it? 10th. 10th. Sorry, the tenth. But there's also a game, lads, of Jumpers for Goalposts in Kilcock, out in Bonos, the home of Kilcock Celtic FC, a half eleven. Um, and there's Graham, your mates from the Pride of Rings End, they were on to me earlier on. They're coming out to Barry Brack on Sunday. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. So, so there'd be a good mixture of north side, south side, inner city. Do you know? So, so expect, we're expecting a good crowd on Sunday. We're expecting a good crowd, yeah. Um, Real. Get your brother up out of bed before you leave home. A better chance, better chance of me walking over to, to <laughs> of a Sunday to get Carl up at that hour. Well, He's, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And, uh, and people can also uh, jump on to the Jumpers for Gold post social media and, and the Facebook page and everything else. And they can find details of Gary Series for yeah. our Mandela cycle there as well. Yeah. yeah, we'll post it up as well. Um, and you can... Keith is at Keith Kelly 97 on Twitter. So follow Keith for all the latest drummers for goals. And Keith's all right to follow as well. When he's not, <laughs> cheeky sad. When he's not, when he's not giving out about the gunners. Uh, <laughs> the, the you won't mention the gunners. No, and he, and, he's, and he's, he's great when he's giving praise to Rovers because um, he appreciates. <laughs> you, know, you know, when we initially started out, the very first 
Tom McMania podcast, I don't know, many years ago, and I said I'd try and experience League of Ireland football because when I was playing football, it was mostly Sundays and I couldn't go and stuff like that. Um, so I've been with Graham for the last number of years and it's been absolutely magic. We've great Sorry. nights, don't we? Oh, Jesus. Danny, you don't know why you're missing, bro. Oh, especially Especially with Arizo and Carl with their cans at the back of the car. (laughs) (laughs) Two different worlds going on. Yeah, yeah, you and Graham over the front solving all the problems. Two lads just trying to neck the cans. Two two lads necking the cans trying to see when they can get their next drink before the match. And it's, it's, Keith, I'm not dropping you home yet. I'm dropping the lads back to the Oigo after (laughs) Um, and it's great to see balls so low in the in the in the league table. All right, that's all the time we have this week, lads. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> They're closer to relegation than they are to us. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah as I said to you, Merlo, top I'm not even confident the top five anymore. Yeah, great to see. Anyways, he's at Dan Joe Murray. I'm at Merrigan Mania. If you want to look at or want to listen to any of our previous podcasts, it's search WTS Pod on any podcast provider. And we're at WTSPod.com and we're at WTSPod on Twitter as well. Um, as I said, he's Daniel Murray on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Merigomania on Instagram and Twitter. Keith, are you at KeithKelly97 on Instagram as well? I am indeed. No, I'm 1969. At KeithKelly1969. 1969, yeah. Perfect. Until next time. Thanks, Keith. Thanks. Clear eyes. Clear eyes. Ball hearts. Can't lose. This later, boys. <laughs>